This is How Curious from KGOU, exploring your questions about Oklahoma. I'm Claire Donnelly. Byron's Liquor Warehouse in Oklahoma City is one of the biggest liquor stores in the state. It's been around since 1959, the year Oklahoma legalized alcohol. Adam Hicks and I meet at Byron's because he has a question for How Curious. My name is Adam Hicks, and I was at a party with some friends, and we were talking about alcohol in Oklahoma and the new laws that we're passing and how the history of Oklahoma and alcohol is kind of strange. And one of my friends brought up, matter-of-factly, well, you know, there was a machine gun nest at the top of Byron's liquor store. And I said, are, are you serious? Is this, is this a joke? He said, no. Hicks wants to know, was there really a gun on the roof? And if so, why? Byron's is named for Byron Gambulus, who's owned the store since the beginning. Now he's almost 92 years old. Byron, as the joke is, he's got the Greek waiter charm. So he is a charmer. He, he's a very, you know, comes off. Uh, he's a very polite gentleman, uh, very charismatic. This is his grandson, Blake Cody, the store's general manager. He says Byron's father was Greek and his mother was German. Byron grew up in Dallas, where he worked in restaurants from a young age. An entrepreneur from the start, he opened his first hamburger stand when he was 10 years old. He went to military school and then served in the Philippines during World War II. Eventually, Byron moved to Oklahoma City with his wife and worked at several different businesses. At one point, he ran a dress shop. Meanwhile, alcohol was illegal in Oklahoma. The U.S. outlawed alcohol from 1920 to 1933. We therefore declare for alcohol's national annihilation by an amendment to the federal constitution which shall forever prohibit throughout the territory of the United States the manufacture and sale and the importation, exportation, and transportation of intoxicating liquor to be used as a beverage. That's from a PBS documentary on prohibition. Oklahoma had prohibited alcohol since the beginning. It entered the Union as a dry state in 1907, and it stayed dry for more than two decades after national prohibition ended. That meant organized crime and bootleggers ruled the state's liquor market. In April 1959, Oklahomans voted to go wet. They repealed Prohibition, which brings us back to Byron Gambulus. Here's Blake Cody again. He had some state senators, congressmen approach him about setting up some mock retail stores to see what it would look like for retailers with liquor. So he went in and helped set up several liquor stores throughout town, actually a lot of them. Byron would set up these Oklahoma City stores, and then people would get licenses to run them. But the guy who was supposed to take over Byron's model store right by the state capitol couldn't get a license because he was a bootlegger. Somebody asked him, would you want to be the licensee? Would you like to own this liquor store? And Byron at the time was like, you know, I'd love to get in this business. I know it sells, so... That's how he got his start. Byron started selling at this little store. A couple of years later, he moved to 23rd and Broadway, which is where the store is now. Cody says in those days, the 50s and 60s, lots of people were trying to make money on alcohol. The system here was all over the place. You had wholesalers doing kind of what they wanted. You had retailers doing what they wanted. But there was a big group of retailers that were some of the first ones that kind of banded together and were trying to price fix. They're trying to set the prices for the market. And Byron was setting his prices lower than anyone else's. KGOU's Jacob McClellan talked to Byron for a different story in 2016. We came in with the cheapest liquor prices to the consumer of any state in the whole union. 
In fact, Elvis Presley used to buy all his beer for me, send a truck down here, and his whiskey. he lived in Tennessee. Other people in the liquor business weren't happy with these low prices. They were losing control of how much they could charge. There was talk some of them had ties to the mafia. According to Byron, in 1963, a guy came into his office at the liquor store. This guy drove up in a Thunderbird and came in with a briefcase and a lady, blonde lady, and sat down and said, would you like to sell out? And I said, no, why? And he opened up the briefcase and said, it's going to be a cash deal. And I said, well, I'm not for sale. Byron started getting death threats. So did his wife and daughters. Then someone threw a pipe bomb into the liquor store and blew up a small section of the building. Here's Blake Cody, Byron's grandson again. And the next day he was open for business. Um, so he was right there throwing it back in their faces that this won't discourage me. Cody says Byron sold $100,000 in liquor that day. It was his first six-digit day ever. Tons of people came in to come take a look, see the bombing. and So he turned that into a PR move. But he got bombed again. So in the mid-1960s, he built something and put it on his roof, a rectangular wooden structure with windows cut out on each side. Cody calls it a watchtower. He showed question asker Adam Hicks and me a picture. Oh, that's intimidating. Yeah, he built it and they put reinforced uh, wood on the interior of it. So you can't see from the in outside, but the inside of it, um, they had some, some thickened wood so it could take some, sh some bullets. Byron wanted to protect his store at night. He wanted that 24-hour security and he thought, what better way if I got a guy who's up here and you got people trying to run around, they can get a 360 view of the building. So that way no one can sneak up on it. Byron's buddies would man the tower. Some were off-duty cops or employees. Cody says they'd carry pistols or shotguns or whatever weapons they had. Sometimes Byron himself would keep watch in the tower. He had a machine gun from his World War II days. The watchtower seemed to work. Cody says one night, one of Byron's friends was up there. He was just hanging out, smoking his uh, cigar, and he was sitting down so you couldn't see him. And he heard some, some noise, and so when he popped up, he saw a guy in the street uh, setting a pipe bomb and getting ready to throw it. And so he started shooting at his feet, and the guy dropped the pipe bomb, took off running, and the pipe bomb blew a huge hole in the concrete. The threat stopped. But about a year after he'd put the tower up, state officials with Oklahoma's Alcoholic Beverage Laws Enforcement Commission asked Byron to take it down, so you can't see it anymore. Cody says the commission probably thought it wasn't a good look for Oklahoma's liquor industry. Police reportedly caught at least some of the people who'd been involved in bombing the store. So, yes, there really was a machine gun on the roof of Byron's. Back at the entrance to this store, Adam Hicks, who asked how curious the question, says it's fascinating that Byron took measures into his own hands. He was a man who was just trying to run a business, and I, I feel like, based on the stories, he was just like, forget this, I'm building a tower, I'm making this my own, I'm tired of people bothering me, I'm just going to run my business, and he built a tower. Incredible. Pretty cool. That's, okay, uh, so success. That's Oklahoma ingenuity. Thanks for listening to this episode of How Curious. The show is a production of KGOU Radio. It's produced by me, Claire Donnelly, and edited by Jacob McClelland. David Gray composed our theme music. Please send us your questions about Oklahoma. Our email address is curious at kgou.org.